Good morning. My name is Mark Hodge, head coach at Rockwell Trading. It is Thursday, July 29th, and we're going to see what's going on in the markets and uh, what could move the markets this morning, taking a look at things in the next 15 minutes. So yesterday, big news day, focus was on the Fed. The Fed had their uh, Fed statement and press conference and not a whole lot of action, not a whole lot of action. Let's first take a look at the S&P and let me go to a five minute chart. Let's make sure that we have that up. There we go. So yesterday, yesterday we see that the S&P 500 just kind of choppy here in the morning, dipping a little bit ahead of the Fed statement, uh, a little volatility here when the statement was released. And then a rally into the press conference. Uh, things continued to move higher, and then things pulled back into the close. So a whole lot of nothing yesterday when it was all said and done. The S&P just you know, down not even a point, uh, so essentially flat for the day. The Dow, same type of activity and movement throughout the session, down four-tenths of a percent. And the NASDAQ, you know, same movement. We just saw a little bit of a rally uh, early on in the session in the NASDAQ before that pullback into the Fed statement and then that reaction. So a very muted reaction to the Fed. Uh, but because there was some uh, really nice earnings in big tech, uh, the NASDAQ got a little more of a, a boost in uh, uh, trading in the morning. So what did the Fed stay? Well, the Fed kept interest rates in a target range near zero saying that the economy continues to strengthen in spite of the Delta variant concerns. Uh, but Powell did stress that the economy is still a ways away from achieving the Fed's dual mandate, which is stable prices and maximum employment. Uh, in fact, the employment side is really what he stressed, uh, where there's still a ways to go to, to get to that point where uh, there's maximum employment. So that's something that they're definitely keeping an eye on. Uh, nothing really on bond tapering. And again, this is something that analysts uh, really expected to be addressed last uh, Fed meeting, but then the focus became on interest rates and uh, a sooner than expected interest rate hike possibly uh, with the uh, inflation concerns creeping up. So they, they kind of shied away from bond tapering. Uh, he did address the, the Delta variant and uh, quote, saying what we've seen is with successive waves of COVID over the past year and some months now, there has tended to be less in the way of economic implications from each wave. We will see if that is the case from the Delta variety, uh, but he later said that we've kind of learned to live with it. So it's a valid take on uh, the Delta variant and the potential impact on the markets. And this is something that we've seen uh, with the recent movement in in stocks, right? There were concerns uh, back in uh, June when there was a state of emergency in Japan and uh, the Olympic Committee decided to ban spectators. There was this dip there, uh, some rising concerns with the Delta variant and you know possible closures, concerns with uh, the reopening in some areas and, and how this was hitting the world. And then on Monday last week, there was this drop, but stocks marched right back, sitting at records, uh, pulling back slightly this week. 
Uh, but, you know, that seems to be the case that we've kind of learned to live with it. Of course, you know, there, there could be changes. There could be, uh, you know, countries that are harder hit. Uh, but it, it seems like the, the Fed and just investors in general, we're not expecting that screeching halt like we had back in 2020, where nobody knew what to do and what was going on. And at this point, uh, even with the Delta variant, things are are improving or we've learned to live with it. We've learned how to handle some of these issues, concerns, and uh, it's pointing more towards business as usual than uh, a big shutdown. So anyway, what does that mean for today? Well, futures are pointing to a higher start. The mini Dow is up four tenths of a percent. The mini S&P is up two tenths of a percent. NASDAQ down slightly. So uh, down a, a tenth of a percent, not a big move there, but for the most part, a positive start. Now we did have some economic news this morning and it, it you could say it was a little disappointing. So unemployment claims, again, higher than expected. Last week, first time uh, unemployment was at 424,000, which was a shock. Uh, the expectation was that it was going to be much lower. And then this week, 400,000, or it's, it's really the previous week, but uh, the report this week, uh, 400,000 Americans filed unemployment for the first time. And this was versus uh, 382,000 estimates. So uh, still a little bit higher on the un unemployment claims front. Uh, that's not dipping lower, which a lot of people have expected. Uh, advanced GDP, advanced GDP actually coming in at 6.5%. So uh, this was an increase at an annual rate of 6.5, uh, which is, is solid, except the expectation was 8.5%. So GDP coming in a little bit lower, uh, unemployment claims coming in higher. Uh, but so far, it doesn't seem to be having an impact on the futures markets as we still point to a higher start there. Let's take a look at a few earnings stocks, stocks that reported earnings, Comcast, CMCSA. That, that, that ticker always kind of throws me off. Uh, they could have come up with something better than that. Come on, guys. <laughs> so uh, Comcast sitting at 59 bucks a share. Is this? Uh, yeah, th this is uh, flirting with record highs for Comcast. So up uh, just shy of 2% pre-market. Now Comcast, uh, they had an earnings beat, better than expected revenue, reporting 84 cents a share versus a 67 cent estimate. Company said that the quarter was helped out by a rebound in ad sales as well as the reopening of theme parks. So uh, that seems to have helped earnings and Comcast sitting at records. Flirting, flirting with record highs. It looks like maybe 59.11 was their all-time high and uh, 59.01 as we get closer to the open. We can look at Merck, M-R-K. Merck down a 1% pre-market. Uh, they reported earnings that were in line with expectations. Uh, they also reported a revenue beat, but uh, down just a little bit pre-market. Facebook, a biggie. Facebook, Facebook pulling away from records. Uh, yesterday opened at record levels, rallied and uh, made new record highs, closed with a new record high. 
uh, but down 3%, a little over 3% pre-market. So Facebook, uh, they reported better than expected earnings, 361 a share versus a 303 estimate, uh, better revenue. So solid, solid earnings for Facebook. Uh, they also had the fastest sales growth since 2016. Uh, so huge positive there. However, they said that growth will slow over the next few quarter, quarters. So huge, huge quarter for uh, Facebook, uh, but they expect that to uh, slow. And it looks like there's some profit taking on this one. Traders a little concerned about that statement and down 3% pre-market. If you look at Yum Brands, Yum. Yum Brands up 2.7%, uh, almost 3%. And Yum looking at making records today. So Yum Brands uh, up almost 3% pre-market after an earnings and revenue beat. They reported $1.16 per share versus a 96 cent estimate. Uh, the quarter was helped up, helped out by reopenings and uh, continued strong online orders. Uh, so for those of you who aren't familiar with this stock, uh, this is actually the, the parent or the owner of uh, KFC, Taco Bell and Pizza Hut, as well as some others. Uh, so yum, getting a little boost pre-market. Looks like it's gonna open at new record highs. Ford, Ford was a, a surprising winner here. Ford up uh, over 5%. Now, uh, Ford reported a, a 13 cent uh, earnings per share, but there was an expected loss of three cents per share. Uh, chip shortages have been an issue, and this was why the, there was the expected loss of three cents, which did not happen. Um, but Ford says that they expect the situation to improve, and they also raised their outlook for the year. So Ford up nicely pre-market, up over 5% as we get close to the open. Now let's look at Qualcomm. QCOM, Qualcomm up 2.9%. Uh, looking to, to take out uh, these highs recently uh, with this pre-market move. Qualcomm reported a $1.92 earnings per share versus a $1.68 estimate. Uh, the chip maker gave an upbeat forecast saying that they expect supply chain issues to get better. So it sounds like uh, you know supply chain issues have been an ongoing concern, and it has been something that has been addressed by many of these companies reporting earnings. Uh, but they expect supply chain concerns to improve and uh, up 2.9% with an earnings beat. Now, iRobot, not so lucky. iRobot, uh, this one just going crazy. I think this there was some meme activity on this one, and then uh, since then it, it's you know fallen out of uh, favor and hasn't really done much. iRobot, they're down over 11% pre-market after reporting an earnings loss and cutting its outlook for the year. They said that they've been hurt by the worldwide chip shortage and that this will continue to impact its ability to fulfill orders this year. So iRobot down, not uh, getting a whole lot of uh, love pre-market. So it's not there yet, but Hood, Hood. Today's a big day for Robinhood. Uh, we'll trade under the ticker H-O-O-D, Hood. And Robinhood uh, will IPO this morning. The IPO is at 38. Uh, so big, uh, big day for Robinhood, which started back in 2013. 
they uh, it could be a, a big day. Now, who knows what's going to happen here? I'm not I'm not buying uh, this IPO, and in fact, in fact, generally speaking, my view on IPOs has changed. So uh, back in the day, if you got in on an IPO, you were golden. I mean, it was almost guaranteed to, to rally, but this has absolutely changed. I mean, look at this, look at this, DD, DD IPOs. Uh, it was supposed to uh, IPO at 14 and uh, on its first day, it traded at 16, rallied and has been horrible since. We can look at Coinbase, right? Coinbase, big news for this IPO opening at 380, uh, approximately 381 rallying and then coming back. I mean, even you're going back to like a Uber, right? Uber uh, up, up now, but initially rallied for a couple of days and came right back. And then there's Lyft, same story, IPOs, drops now, you know, still below its IPO levels. So I believe in the 50% the pullback with IPO, IPOs uh, where, hey, if you're interested in IPO, wait until it pulls back 50% and then maybe consider it. So I'm not getting in on Robinhood. Um, you know, for some people love the, the brokerage. Some people hate them. Uh, it does seem like there are more concerns with uh, Robinhood when I'm working with a trader and there are some, some trading related uh, issues with the platform or broker or what could be done or how it works. But I do have to say I, I commend them for disrupting the whole industry. I mean, they absolutely changed the, the brokerage industry. And for that, uh, I am grateful uh, because uh, their their business model forced other brokers to change. And now we're all uh, paying lower commissions for that. So thank you, Robinhood, even though I will not be investing uh, with today's IPO. So that's going to do it for today's stock market update. I hope you have a great trading day. Remember, trade what you see, not what you think. Make some money. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. Uh, for those of you in the mastermind group, I'm popping over so we can see what's going on at the open, see if we can find some good trades. So until tomorrow, happy trading, everybody.